0: Exploring the lives of ordinary Chinese people. Sharing stories of impressive personalities. Life Up Close, presenting real China and real Chinese living.
1: Life Up Close, where you can find out the latest about the ever-changing Chinese society. I'm your host, Man Ling, in Beijing. In this last edition of Life Up Close, we will first focus on the wildlife protection here in China as migratory birds and other rare animals are increasing their activities with the arrival of spring.
2: There were fewer than 1,000 spotted seals in the late 1990s, but after years of efforts, the population has increased to about
3: 2,000 according to our estimates. Wild camels are very rare in terms of number in the world and their genes are extremely precious. People in some other areas would cross wild boars or wild yaks with domestic ones to improve the genes. But we forbid this sort of act to avoid the decline of its gene. We've strengthened patrol and monitoring work and reinforced fences to prevent wild camels from crossbreeding with domestic camels to protect the genes of wild camels.
1: After this, we will take a look at an appalling bank fraud case uncovered by police in the eastern Anhui province. When the first loan of 400 million
4: yuan expired in May 2016, he was unable to pay it back. He and Duan did the same thing again. Duan's forged identity was seen through by the bank they were attempting to deceive. Stay tuned.
0: Everywhere you look today, China is in the news. But what about the lives behind the stories? How do ordinary Chinese live and work? Life Up Close answers the questions in your mind when you think of China. Over a billion people and as many stories from all over this vast land. Life Up Close, bringing you all you need to know about the real Chinese living here in China.
1: China is home to many of the world's rare wild creatures, the giant panda and Chinese pangolin, to name just two of them. Along with the arrival of spring in most parts of China, residents and tourists have been delighted to spot some of these rarely seen animals, among them birds coming back from their migration, wild camels and pandas. At the same time, police and conservationists are stepping up their efforts to protect the rare wild animals and crack down on poaching. after revelations about a pangolin meal triggered public anger. In the first part of this story, Yang Yong takes a look at the lives of rare wild animals and migratory birds. As the weather warms up, groups of sported seals, the
5: lowest-class state-protected animal, have appeared in waters near the city of Panjing, northeast China's Liaoning province. Liaodong Bay, of which the waters of Panjin form part, is one of eight sported seal breeding centers in the world. Wang Xiaobo, deputy director of the Fishery Administration of Panjing City, explains why the area is an ideal breeding place for the animal.
2: The Sandago waters are at the estuary of the Shuangtai River, where it joins the Haihe River. The confluence enriches the fishery resources and provides favourable conditions for spotted seals to live.
5: Thanks to the untiring conservation efforts of local authorities, the population of the species has grown rapidly in recent years. Wang Xiaobo says their numbers have almost doubled in the past two decades.
2: There were fewer than 1,000 spotted seals in the late 1990s, but after years of efforts, the population has increased to about 2,000 according to our estimates.
5: Meanwhile, thousands of seagulls have flocked to the Beidaihe scenic area in the coastal city of Qinghuangdao, north China's Hebei province. Area shots have captured speckles of white, dotting the coastline as the seagulls waddle around and fly in flocks. The scene has attracted bird-watching enthusiasts and tourists from all over the country.
2: We
4: are happy to see that the birds can get along with the humans and the environment in Qingwangdao has changed a lot.
5: I'm very excited, and I love such a magnificent thing. Further north, the Inner Mongolia Autonomous Region has also witnessed an influx of tens of thousands of migratory birds. Swans, mandarin ducks, wild geese and red-crowned cranes are all among them. Gao Fusuo is director of the Hoho Forestry Public Security Bureau, which functions as a local police department and is responsible for the protection of wild animals in the city of Hohot. He says the birds have returned to the city earlier than usual.
3: This year, the weather has warmed up early, so the birds have also come earlier. There are about fifty 000 to 60,000 migratory birds at the Hui Liu Zi and Hasu Hai Reservoirs.
5: Since the beginning of March, when the weather started to warm, the birds have headed further north to Inner Mongolia. This year, their population is the highest in five years, according to the local forestry public security department. Meanwhile, Gal says local forestry police have intensified the protection of migratory birds since the arrival of the first batch. Conservationists say most migratory birds will fly further north in about one or two weeks, while some others will stay there and breed. In China, there is one place migratory birds will never miss, the Xinjiang Uyghur Autonomous Region in the far west. Xinjiang has long been a safe haven for birds, be they resident, transient or migratory. Every spring, the Manas wetlands in the north of Autonomous Region welcomes back flocks of birds for either a summer habitat or a stopover along their flight further north. The Manas wetlands cover an area of more than 7,000 hectares. The arrival of more than 60,000 cormorants, egrets, mallards and swans have breathed vitality into the wetlands. And wild birds of various species are seen here peter-pattering over the still snow-coated drylands or grazing the labyrinthine waterways with their wings. Along with the returning birds come king bird watchers and sightseers. Uh,
3: I've seen cormorants
5: and wild ducks. The
3: ecological environment here is very good.
5: I feel happy and relaxed to see the beautiful scenery here. Flocks of wild geese are flying in formation, and the water here is very clear. We came out for a walk, and it's very pleasing. As well as the birds, other wild creatures have increased their activities with the arrival of spring. A wild camel, China's highest-class state-protected animal, was recently spotted by a nomad in a herd of domestic camels in northwest Gansu province. The camel displayed aggressive behavior with a domestic camel when staff from the province Annamba Ban Nature Reserve arrived at the scene. The fight lasted less than 10 seconds and the wild camel ran back into the wilderness. It's rare for wild camels to fight or interact with domestic ones because of their genetic differences. Zhang Zhenming, head of Annanba Wild Camel National Nature Reserve, says conservationists have been making efforts to preserve the purity of the wild camels' genes.
3: Wild camels are very rare in terms of number in the world, and their genes are extremely precious. People in some other areas would cross wild boars or wild yaks with domestic ones to improve the genes but we forbid this sort of act to avoid the decline of its gene. We've strengthened patrol and monitoring work and reinforced fences to prevent wild camels from crossbreeding with domestic camels to protect the genes of wild camels.
5: Wild camels can adapt to a harsh desert climate and of great value for genetic research and species preservation. In southwest Sichuan province, A wild giant panda was recently spotted in Lushan County in the city of Ya'an. The panda was seen drinking water from a river in Yangkai village by some villagers on one morning in March. They quickly took pictures before the panda ran off and disappeared into the forest. The panda looked to be in very good shape, according to the villagers. It has been three years since a wild giant panda was seen in the same area. Residents have come across wild giant pandas at least 18 times since 2015 in eight counties in Ya'an, according to incomplete statistics from local authorities. Giant pandas are one of the world's most endangered species, with less than 2,000 of them living in the wild, and these mostly in the provinces of Sichuan and Shanxi. There are also some 400 in carpetivity, according to China's State Forestry Administration.
1: Now, let's take a short break, and then we will take a look at conservation efforts by the Chinese government to protect the country's ecosystem and its wild inhabitants. Stay tuned. (laughs)
0: Everywhere you look today, China is in the news. But what about the lives behind the stories? How do ordinary Chinese live and work? Life Up Close answers the questions in your mind when you think of China. Over a billion people and as many stories from all over this vast land. Life Up Close, bringing you all you need to know about the real Chinese living here in China. You're
1: listening to Life Up Close. Now, Yang Yong again explains China's wildlife conservation efforts. Earlier this year, the
5: Chinese authorities set up a special ecological court for the Sanjiang Yuan National Nature Reserve, which lies in southwest Qinghai province. Officials say the special court provides judicial guarantees for the ecological protection of the reserve. The Ecological Court's jurisdiction covers criminal, civil, and administrative lawsuits in the Sanjiangyuan region. Sanjiangyuan National Nature Reserve, or the Three River Nature Reserve, includes the headwaters of three major natural waterways in China, the Yellow River, the Yangtze River, and the Mekong River. The reserve, established in 2000, protects the ecosystem of the Three Rivers headwaters. Located in the hinterlands of the Qinghai-Tibet Plateau in southern Qinghai with an altitude of more than 4,000 meters, the reserve covers an area of about 400,000 square kilometers. The area is almost twice the size of the United Kingdom. It is the largest and highest natural reserve in China. The reserve has beautiful scenery with rich natural resources including grasslands, rivers, snow-capped mountains, wetlands and of course abundant wildlife. It is home to many precious animals such as Tibetan antelopes, Tibetan gazelles, wild yaks and wild donkeys. It has been described as Asia's water tower providing the lower reaches of three major rivers with 60 billion cubic meters of water a year. On the national level, China's State Forestry Administration in March vowed to take measures to ramp up wildlife protection even more. Zhang Jianlong, the administration's director general, said forestry staff would concentrate on eliminating crime such as poaching. Zhang said the State Forestry Administration would work with other relevant departments to monitor meat markets and restaurants. The official's remarks came after one social media post caused public uproar when it was discovered Chinese pangolin meat was up for sale. The Chinese pangolin is a critically endangered species. Yet, photographs emerged online of a business banquet in 2015 in which a delegation from Hong Kong were pictured feasting on animal in the Guangxi Zhuang Autonomous Region. The Chinese pangolin, one of eight species of pangolins, has been heavily hunted and trafficked for its meat and scales. Demand for the animal comes from a traditional Chinese belief still held by some modern Chinese people that the mammal's meat has medicinal qualities. The Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Flora and Fauna said in 2003 that the animal's population was estimated at between 50,000 and 100,000. The number has declined by up to 94% since the 1960s. The International Union for the Conservation of Nature listed the Chinese pangolin as critically endangered in 2014 on the basis of predicted continuing declines of up to 90% over the next couple of decades. Wu Shibao, a professor at South China Normal University, has devoted himself to pangolin protection since 1995. He said the animal is now almost extinct in the wild. Wildlife Trade Monitoring Network Traffic and environmental organization Aid, in September released an overview of the pangolin trade in China. The report said the illegal trade appears to be continuing unabated. Traffic China recommended that the Chinese government upgraded the species from the lowest class to the highest-class state-protected species and strengthen supervision of the animal. One of the authors of the review, who asked not to be named, said it was difficult to protect the Chinese pangolin, unlike the giant panda or snow leopard. She explained that the majority of rescue centres or zoos don't even know how to keep pangolins alive, not to mention encourage reproduction. She added that one of the important ways to raise public awareness of wildlife protection is to show endangered animals in zoos. But there is no zoo on the Chinese mainland with the pangolins, so most people don't know this species is more endangered than the giant panda. Professor Wu from South China Normal University is more positive about pangolin's future. He said the first step is to conduct a national survey of the creatures to provide a basis for establishing reserve areas. While conservationists may not be satisfied with the current wildlife situation, the work to protect them better is underway. At the end of March, police in northwest China's Gansu and Shanxi provinces busted a ring involved in illegally hunting and selling protected wildlife. Police seized 1,025 animals belonging to 14 species of protected wildlife. The forest land between the neighboring Gansu and Shanxi provinces is home to many species of rare and endangered animals. But the thick forest has also become a safe haven for illegal game hunters and their illegal trade. Time-consuming surveillance and investigations led forest police to a farmyard frequented by illegal game hunters. Wang Xiaoqiang, chief of a local police station, elaborates.
4: Our undercover scouts told us a large truck was revving in the yard.
3: They heard the sound of
4: stone hitting a horse manger. Past experience suggested the truck was being loaded with frozen animals.
5: The ensuing search found 446 frozen wild animals in the truck. The police were appalled to find more frozen animals weighing up to 50 tons in the freezer in the farmyard. Two of the species that had been frozen were rated as rare and endangered, and 12 other species were wild animals worthy of economic benefit and scientific study. The illegal game hunters confessed to using traps of great brutality that could cause the animals immense pain before they died. Zhu Xianping, another police officer involved in the operation, said many such traps were still hidden in the forest.
4: The iron traps have very powerful clamps. Once they are triggered, they hold the animals very tight. And the animals cannot break away, no matter how hard they struggle. When a wild animal steps onto the trap, a gear is triggered to snate. The more the animal struggles, the tighter it is bound to the trap.
5: Worse still, these lawbreakers spread high-voltage live mesh throughout seemingly harmless greenery. Any living thing, humans included, can be electrocuted and killed in them. The
1: illegal game
5: hunters and traders have been handed over to prosecutors.
1: Thanks, Yang Yong. Let's now take a short break. And lastly, we will take a look at how a man from the northern Shanxi province has swindled hundreds of millions of U.S. dollars from banks across China. Stay tuned.
0: Everywhere you look today, China is in the news. But what about the lives behind the stories? How do ordinary Chinese live and work? Life Up Close answers the questions in your mind when you think of China, over a billion people, and as many stories from all over this vast land. Life Up Close, bringing you all you need to know about the real Chinese living here in China. What matters to China increasingly matters to the world. Keep up to date with the latest news and events about the Middle Kingdom with the China Plus app. Up to the minute reports, live streaming audio, insightful opinion on everything China related. Facts, figures and language learning resources at your fingertips. Everything in focus all in one place. Search for China Plus in the App Store or Google Play.
1: You are listening to Life Up Close. Swindlers in China have adopted both traditional and modern means to engage in financial and telecom fraud. In one of the most recent high-profile cases, a man from northern Shanxi province swindled hundreds of millions of U.S. dollars out of banks across the country by bribing bank managers, forging seals and borrowing documents. The case appalled many Chinese netizens due to the huge funds involved and the low-tech fraud methods. Moreover, organized telecom fraud has yet to disappear from China despite intensified police crackdowns. Earlier this month, police in East China's Anhui Province announced they had busted one bank fraud case involving 1.4 billion yuan, or about 200 million U.S. dollars. This seemingly incredible case originated from North China's Shanxi Province. Police have identified the suspect as a man surnamed Wan, who was the manager of a starch product company in Yunchen, Shanxi. In May two thousand. 2014, as the company was strained in its capital chain, one bribed a local bank manager surnamed Duan and deceived another local bank into cashing 400 million yuan by falsifying bank seals and documents. Gao Zhongtian, a lead police officer in Anhui in charge of the investigation, says Wang and Duan frittered away vast amounts of the pile of cash.
4: Wang bought a 2 million yuan vela, a BMW car, and some other luxuries for Duan. Wang also squandered or used about 100 million yuan in gambling.
1: But Wang could not contain his greed. According to police, he bribed another bank manager surnamed Chan in Anhui and got a loan of 1 billion yuan from a local bank in the same deceitful way. Wang was caught when he tried his luck a third time with Duan. Police officer Gao explains.
4: When the first loan of 400 million yuan expired in May 2016, he was unable to pay it back. He and Duan did the same thing again. Duan's forged identity was seen through by the bank, they were attempting to deceive.
1: Wang then fled to Myanmar after getting wind of the arrest of Duan and other suspects. With assistance from the Myanmar police, Chinese police locked Wang's hiding place and caught him in a banana plantation on a mountain. Altogether, seven suspects in Yunnan, Beijing, Shanghai and Shanxi have been detained. Authorities have also frozen suspected bank accounts containing more than 200 million yuan. With that, we come to the end of this last edition of Life Up Close. As a revamp of our programs, Life Up Close will be replaced by Horizons, a reorganized daily features program. Please do take a listen to the new program for more. You can log on to our website of chinaplus.cri.cn for our Life Up Close program. Producer, Insho- Chi. this is Manling in Beijing. Bye for now.